This is Plant-Based Briefing, Five Simple Ways to Improve Kids' Gut Health Using Diet and Lifestyle, Part 1, by Ocean Robbins at foodrevolution.org. And I'm Marian Erickson, host of this curated content plant-based podcast, where I narrate articles on healthy, compassionate, and sustainable living with permission in about 10 minutes or less every weekday. And this article is longer than that, so it's a two-parter. I'm going to read part one today, and then part two will be tomorrow. It's by Ocean Robbins. He's the CEO of Food Revolution Network, which is a nonprofit committed to healthy, ethical, and sustainable food for all. So now let's get to today's plant-based briefing. Five Simple Ways to Improve Kids' Gut Health Using Diet and Lifestyle, Part 1, by Ocean Robbins at foodrevolution.org. Summary, more and more kids are suffering from food allergies, gastrointestinal disorders, mood imbalances, ADHD, obesity, and a host of other conditions that are profoundly linked to the health of their gut microbiome. This can set them up for a lifetime of compromised health, but there's also a lot we can do to improve the gut health of the children in our lives, and the sooner we start, the better. Ridding our bodies of nasty microorganisms has been a goal of medicine at least since the invention of the microscope. Antibiotics may be the signature medical achievement of the 20th century. Drugs such as penicillin and streptomycin have saved millions of lives. But now, germophobia is big business. Antibacterial and antimicrobial agents are everywhere, and not just in cleaning products. They're bonded into the surface of credit cards, countertops, baby bibs, plastic kitchen tools, cutting boards, high chairs, toys, and bedding, even while there is mounting scientific evidence that antibacterial products have a multitude of serious, adverse health and environmental effects. No one wants to bring back the killers of yore. No one wants to see outbreaks of cholera, tuberculosis, or bacterial meningitis. But an immune system that doesn't get up close and personal with enough germs early on is ill-equipped to deal with problems when they inevitably happen. And a sanitized, germophobic world can lead to compromised microbial diversity. It turns out that our efforts to kill and avoid germs have compromised our gut microbiomes, setting us up for a host of chronic conditions. Gut health starts in childhood. It appears there's a window of time necessary to establish a healthy gut microbiome early in life. After this window closes, there are still things we can do, of course, but the project of cultivating a vibrant microbiome becomes much more difficult. Sadly, the gut health of modern humans, children included, has been severely compromised. More than 40% of people worldwide suffer from functional gastrointestinal disorders, and that may include 23% of children. Up to one-quarter of all children and adolescents suffer from chronic gastrointestinal disorders such as Crohn's disease, ulcerative colitis, and celiac disease, as well as issues that may seem unrelated to gut health but have their roots in a dysfunctional microbiome. These include migraines, headaches, and anxiety and depression disorders, as well as autism, attention deficit hyperactivity disorder or ADHD, asthma, and allergies. Children with developmental disorders have especially high rates of gut issues. So given the connection between the microbiome and the immune system, it's not surprising that as gut issues become more prevalent, so too do the incidences of food allergies and autoimmune diseases. Both may have associations with a misguided and or overzealous immune system going haywire and attacking either benign triggers or the body tissue itself. So what's the cause of all this gut dysfunction? And considering how important gut health is, especially among kids, what can you do to encourage and nourish healthy guts in children? 
What affects childhood gut health? Let's start this discussion by noting that there is no single cause or blanket explanation for disrupted gut health, even in children. There's still a lot of mystery we haven't yet unpacked in the microbial universe. In a perfect world, though, children would develop biodiverse and healthy gut microbiomes through everyday exposure to benign sources of bacteria, also known as the hygiene hypothesis. Throughout human history, bacteria have had a number of ways of colonizing infants as they grew, including natural birth, breastfeeding, family member interactions, and playing in healthy soil. Ideally, as children got older, they'd also be given a wide variety of unprocessed fermented foods and ample opportunity to play in vibrant ecosystems like gardens, creeks, and forests. Bonus points for a companion animal in the home. But the reality today is far from this ideal. Children are spending more time indoors. There's an overemphasis on cleanliness, with widespread use of sanitizers and antibiotics. And modern industrialized diets are much less diverse than traditional ones, and include an abundance of processed rather than whole foods. All is not lost, however. You can encourage healthier gut health for kids in many ways, which will set them up for better health throughout their lifetimes. How to Raise Healthier Guts Number 1. Encourage Outdoor Play Food Revolution Summit guest Dr. Robin Chutkin offers the following simple and memorable advice to support the health and diversity of our microbiomes. Live dirty, eat clean. And part of living dirty means encouraging our kids to actually get dirty by playing outside, in actual dirt. Even city dwellers can encounter microbial diversity by spending time in green spaces such as playgrounds, public parks, and schoolyards. Daily contact with diverse vegetation and dirt might improve children's gut health by activating the immune system and teaching it to respond appropriately to benign and even more pathogenic bugs. We know that the guts of rural dwellers display greater microbial richness and diversity than denizens of modern industrialized cities, what researchers call built environments. One study found that adding sod, peat blocks, planters for growing annuals, and cutout segments of forest floors to the environments of urban children increased the health and diversity of their gut microbiota. The 2020 Play and Grow study also showed that these changes translate into observable and meaningful improvements in children's lives. Preschool children who were exposed to nature over 10 weeks experienced increased diversity of their gut microbiomes and higher serotonin levels, and they ate more vegetables. They also showed more pro-social behavior and less frequent outbursts of anger. So look for ways to get the kids in your life outdoors, especially in natural environments. And start early. Kids who experience nature tend to love nature. Kids who don't may be more likely to grow up afraid of it. You can also try involving them in gardening projects. If you don't have an outdoor space in which to garden, even bringing some pots of dirt and planting seeds or seedlings indoors can expose kids to a diversity of microbes that can wake up and help to train their immune systems. Number two, help them get enough sleep. Many parents have horror stories of being painfully sleep-deprived during the first year or two of their children's lives. Some kids wake up at night as if they're on a mission to let you know that another 45 minutes have passed since their last outburst. Some kids are great nappers during the day but have trouble falling asleep at night. It turns out that one of the factors determining sleep patterns during the first year of life is the gut microbiome. Studies out of Switzerland have shown that babies with low microbial diversity sleep more during the day and less at night, and the effects were bidirectional. The quality, quantity, and timing of sleep also impact the gut microbiome. 
The association between sleep and gut microbiota holds in preschool-aged children as well. A group of 143 four-year-olds participated in a study that measured their sleep patterns and their gut microbial populations. Certain bacterial strains were associated with total nighttime sleep, sleep efficiency, and wakefulness after sleep onset. For example, when you get up to pee at 2 a.m. and don't fall asleep until 4.30 a.m., your wakefulness after sleep onset is two and a half hours. The researchers theorized that the good bacteria may actually regulate sleep via neurotransmitters and the immune system. And children with obstructive sleep apnea showed decreased microbial diversity compared with children who didn't have the condition, as well as more inflammation and potential for leaky gut. So if you want your kids to sleep better, so you can sleep better too, one takeaway is to nourish their gut microbiomes. A second takeaway is to enforce regular sleep patterns and bedtime rules, which may positively impact their gut health in a virtuous cycle. You just listened to 5 Simple Ways to Improve Kids' Gut Health Using Diet and Lifestyle, Part 1, by Ocean Robbins at foodrevolution.org. And I'm Marian Erickson, your host. Please tune in tomorrow for the second half of this article, where we'll hear the remaining three tips for improving kids' gut health, as well as five delicious kid-friendly recipes. And please share this episode with anyone who might benefit, and thanks for listening.